This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Good morning, Passion Church family. Can I just be a little different today? Is that all right? <clears throat> I told John, just follow, follow me with that camera. I, I was, I was, uh, I was coming home somewhere. I don't remember exactly what time it was in, in the morning hours. We were coming back in sometime this morning from Florida, we had gone down to a 45th class reunion for Kelly. Got I know to, I don't look like I've been <laughs> but for 45 years, but we did. We attended a, a 45th year class reunion down in Florida. But I was while I was there, I, I got to meet a lot of people that I had met before at this reunion, but because I wasn't in knowledge of the people, I didn't know them like she did, I just kind of sit back in my chair and I just kind of observed. Have you ever been in that kind of position where it, you, you, it wasn't about you, but I was just observing. And I was listening to stories from these Adults that were once teenagers. And I was listening to... I thought, wow. People have done a lot of things in life. You know, we've done things we're not proud of. Some things we've done we're real proud of. And I was listening to some of the stories of how some of the guys were saying, you know, about the football team. And boy, you remember when we did this? And I remember one of the, several of the ladies would say something about, well, you know when we snuck in and we did this? Or do you remember when we was in Miss So-and-So's classroom and she did this? And, and they were just reminiscing about the days of old. And coming home last night, I was thinking about that while Kelly was sleeping and I was driving. That's why she asked me to go, because she wanted a chauffeur. But I was, as I was driving and trying to keep my eyes open, I kept hearing, when you, when you, when you're, when you get still, God will speak. You see, the problem today we have is we've got too much going on. There's a lot of chaos. There's a lot of noise. But I was quiet and I was driving down the road. And the Lord began to speak to me. And I began to remember an old song <clears throat> Andre Crouch did. Because I, I was thinking about their stories that I had been hearing. But the Lord reminded me, he says, and through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. I've had many tears and sorrow. I've had questions for tomorrow. Is anybody in the house? There were times I did not know right from wrong. But in every situation, not some, but in every situation, God would come along and give me blessed consolation that my trials were to make me strong. And I could hear some of those stories I was hearing that these, these, these people were talking about and sharing with one another at this big, in this big banquet room and this table full of people. And I, and I could hear stories about, you know, and, 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 and one would make the comment, but, 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 but we made it through. You see, the Bible says that, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, yea, though I walk through, 
He didn't say to camp out and build your house and canonize the place. He says, but yea, though I walk through the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. How can you come to the place where you fear no evil? Because you've been to hell and back. You've experienced those difficulties. Guys, where are you at with the band? I, I, can, can you, will you play that with me for just a minute? Kelly, come here. Grab your mic. I've had many tears and sorrow. I've had questions for tomorrow. <laughs> there were times I didn't know right from wrong. Oh, but in every, I said in every situation, God gave me blessed consolation. He was letting me know my trials were to make me strong. Hey, I'm talking about through it all. And now through it all, I, I want you to know I've, I've learned to trust in Jesus. Oh yeah, I've learned to trust in God. Oh, through it all, good times and bad times. Through it all, oh, I've learned. To depend upon His word. Sing it, Kelly. I've been to a lot of places. Oh, yeah. And I've seen so many faces. But there are times I've felt so all alone. Have you been there? Ha <laughs> oh. Dark hours, precious. Yes, those precious, precious, lonely hours. He was telling me, "You're not alone." I was his own. To trust yes, in I Jesus, yes, I have. I've learned to trust in God. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to depend upon His word. Listen, oh, thank God for the mountains, good times. Thank him for the valleys, bedtimes. Thank him for every storm ha, he's brought us through. Ha. Oh, if we'd never had some problems, how could I sit here today and tell you, I know a God that's a problem. How will I know what faith in God can do? Come on, say it with me. Trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to depend upon His word. Oh, I thank God for the mountains. Boy, if we didn't have a mountain once in a while to enjoy the good times. I thank him for the valleys. That's where the Lord was. I thank him for every storm. I thank him for every storm. <laughs> He's brought us through. That ought to make you shout right there. Because he brought you through. Because if you'd never had some problems, <laughs> how in the world could your testimony be? I know a God that can solve them. 
And tell me how would I know what faith in God can do? <laughs> Say it with me through it all. Through it all. I've learned to trust in Jesus. Oh, yeah. I've learned to trust in God. Every day I'm through it all. Through it all. I've learned to depend upon His Word. Oh, the Word that can fail. Oh, Lord, I've learned to depend upon His Word. Oh, I've learned to Thank you, guys. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, I know that's not the norm. But you know what? Boy, when God just begins to speak to to you and he stirs your heart. There just isn't words to express it. Boy, hadn't God been good. <laughs> but he's only as good as you'll let him be. I'm going to say that again. He's only as good to you as you'll let him be. He wants to bless us in such ways that the mind of man can't even conceive. <laughs> Eyes have not seen, neither ear heard. Lord, enter into the heart of man what God has prepared for his people. I don't want to miss what God has prepared for me. In Genesis chapter 1, if you turn there, Genesis chapter 1. Verse 26. Look at that for just a moment with me. You see, when in order to get what God has for you, then it's it's imperative that you understand who you are, what you are, what your purpose in life is. Because as you journey on your, through, the, through life to, to fulfill your purpose in God, God's going to have the opportunity to bless you in ways you didn't know. You see, if, if you stay where you are, you won't be able to go any, if you don't go any further and just stay where you are, what's going to happen is you're going to miss out on what God had in store for you where you were going. If I hadn't have driven to Florida, then Kelly could not have enjoyed being with her schoolmates. But now there was, <clears throat> there was something involved in that. There was a financial investment in it. Are you following me? Had to buy the gas and a dinner. And there was labor involved in this. I had to do a lot of driving. That's when I wished I had my pilot's license back so I could fly down there. And you know, I need to do that. I need to check on that. But I know some of you are thinking, flying around, oh, you're going to be like one of them TV preachers. (laughs) 
How long are we going to stay shallow-minded? How long are we going to live beneath the privileges of God? When are we going to begin to think like God? Walk like God? Speak like God? Serve a God who, who's, who's, who, who can do anything? And will do anything? Thank you. <laughs> Glory to God. You say, well, boy, this is different. Yeah, yes, it is. But you know what? God wants us to go forward. He wants us to begin to receive what he's got. And if we're going to do what needs to be done here at Paston Church, we're going to have to get a different mindset. We're going to have to begin to think like God. We're going to have to begin to walk like God. Speak like God. Tell me how, what did God do in the beginning? Didn't he just speak it? Well, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not God. Oh, you got me started this morning. Verse 26, and God said, let us make man. That tells you who you are right there. What are you? Well, there's neither male nor female in Christ. He made it male and female. But you're just human. You're a human being. And God created, listen to that. Let us make man in our image, in our likeness. You see, this is a, this, we know what this is. It has a name. It's a, it's a chair. But this chair has a purpose. It's to be set in. You and I know what we are. We're not a chair, but we're humans. And we have a purpose. And in order to fulfill that purpose, our purpose is to be a reflection. And that's what it means when it says, well, and, and, and your question may be, well, what's it mean to be created in the image and likeness of God? What that means is that we are created in the image means we are a reflection. When we look in the mirror, you're, you're, you're seeing a reflection of you. But the world needs to see, and you and I need to see, a reflection of God in others, especially among the church. And when they see the reflection of God, what are they seeing? They're seeing a God that spoke this world into existence. Oh, but they're not seeing that in me. He made you in his image. You see, and as long as we don't grasp a hold of the mindset of who we are, we're not going to reflect who he is. Because who he is is in you. Jesus said, I'm in you, and you're in me. And Jesus said, and I'm in the Father. Well, where's the Father? He's in you. You're to reflect that. That's another benefit of being born again. Because he comes in and he lives in you. And in and, and, and John 10, 10, he says, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundant. How do you have that life? You have the life because he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the life. And now he's in you. So what are you reflecting? You're portraying the very essence of the nature of God. But as long as we have the mindset, well, but he's God and I'm Ron. Or I, he's God and I'm Lonnie. <clears throat> Or Donnie, and by the way, happy birthday tomorrow. She'll be 21. <clears throat> but in, in, you see, it's so important. These seats should be full. Because they have seen the very image and likeness of God. When people see God, they're drawn to it. It's a light. They're drawn to it. Have you ever noticed 
Well, I have. When you go into, we go into a restaurant and, and you can tell there's a, there's, a, there's a party going on. But you, I remember one time we were in, I believe it was Fort Myers, Florida. We had got through with a concert. And boy, the presence of God was, was that then con- in that concert. And we got through and we still had the residue. Our feet had been under the table. As Kelly preached last Sunday. I, I had some gravy on my shirt. Are you hearing me? The residue was on us. Do you know there's a residue of the Holy Spirit right now on you? Because the presence of God has been in here this morning. And still is right in our midst. But we had the residue on us and we went in. I think it was a pizza hut. <clears throat> and there was a bunch of young people there. It was on a Friday night or a Saturday night. And boy, they were just partying and having a good time. But we walked in. And that's back when they had the jukebox. And they had, they had the jukebox. Man, they, they, even the jukebox was rocking. And the Aki Hall was a-flowing. And the people were just in good spirits. Not the same spirit we were under. But they were under a spirit. But when we walked in, the waitress, she put us our table. And it was right smack dab in the middle of all of them aligned along the walls. You remember that, don't you, Kelly? And we hadn't been there but just a few minutes. The jukebox quit. People quit picking up their glass. It got quiet where the presence of the Lord is. <laughs> you see, you, <laughs> we had some residue on us. Is there any residue on you this morning? You see, we were reflecting. I'm not putting flowers on us. I'm not patting us on the back. I'm just saying We were reflecting the glory of God. And where the light is, darkness has to dissipate. Now, we didn't ask them to not carry on. But when we came in, the Lord said, hmm. And it's amazing how that the few that didn't leave that did stay, there's a few that stayed, they were listening They were listening. They were watching us at the table. You see, God draws people. And us being that reflection, drawing, we draw. Man, we're like magnets. People want to be around. Listen, the world is suffering right now. And people want to see something that works. And when your feet have been under the table, (laughs) like they have this morning, right in here, you ought to be walking out of here this morning and you're just dangerous with the, with the power of God on your life. Yes. We're to reflect the very image and likeness of God. And the reason that song was so powerful for me was as I was coming home last night and I was thinking about all the things and all of the times that God has brought Kelly and I through difficulties circumstances that only God could do. And I've had people say, make a comment or something, and they have a lot. They would say, well, I just don't know how you and Kelly are able to have a smile on your face and hold your shoulders back and keep trudging forward because I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in Him. I've... (laughs) keep my feet under his table I got stains on my shirt from the table I got ketchup on me come on it's to remind me of the blood of Jesus (laughs) are you hearing me that was shed for me I love that yea though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil for you are with me hallelujah (laughs) God has been with us, and these things that we've gone through, they have been for purpose. 
so that the world can see God through us. We're that reflection. When you leave out of here today, if you go to a restaurant or if you go home, it doesn't matter. Don't go and leave the residue in the house. Keep it on you. Don't try to brush it off. You see, the problem we have is that so oftentimes we're afraid of what the world's going to think. We're afraid they're going to smell the presence of God on us. We're afraid they're going to see the ketchup stains where we've been sitting under the table of the Most High God. Come on. We're, so what do we do before we go out, before we, well, when we get in the car, we put a mask back on. Our Halloween mask. I've got to go back to being like the world. I've I got, I got, I got to fit in. I'm glad I've got food stains on me. <laughs> I'm glad I got a lot of gravy stains on me where I've been sitting under the table of the Most High God. Every time I go through a trial, I look down and I see some food stains. I see the ketchup to remind me of the blood that I'm just passing through this valley. I don't intend to stay. I'm walking through this thing. Because the power of the Most High God is on me. And he's in me. And he wants me to represent him in my daily activities, in my walk with him. All day, every day. Do, do I do that? Not always. Kelly, there's something brewing in your spirit. What you got over there? You got any something? I just felt that you had, you had the scripture in your heart there. Okay. I want... Not because Ron wants it, but because God wants it. And I want what God wants. God wants these seats full. And they're coming. Say that with me. They're coming. Say it again. They're coming. Call those things that are not as though they were. We're getting the we're getting the we're getting his temple here ready. We're getting it beautified. We were asking, I think, the other day we was, we was needing with we meeting with the leadership and we was needing some money to get the 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 uh, the um, what do you call that the annex steps and the deck. And some doors that need to be replaced. And I think by Monday or Tuesday, we found out we had the money to get that repaired. We're getting the temple ready. But I'm going to tell you something. We've got to get this ready. We've got to put our feet under the table. And not just go there for breakfast on Sunday morning. We've got to keep our feet under the table. We've got to stay full of this thing called the Holy Ghost. We've got to begin to, 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 to get a mindset that I'm in, this, I'm in this thing for the long haul. I, it, it, I'm not here today and gone tomorrow. Uh, I hope God does. I, I want God to. no. God is going to. That's the mindset. I'm not, I'm not just going to stay in this valley of the woe me. Because <clears throat> my feet are under the table. And I'm feasting on the Lord. And I'm drawing what I need from him. And God is saying to you and I as a, as a, as a people of God here at Passion Church. And, and if you're watching online... I know we have some that are part of our church family here that aren't able to make it. And we're ministering to them as well right now this morning. I want you to get this mindset to start thinking like God. I want you to start thinking like he thinks. God is a big thinker. 
Don't judge God's ability to do something on your ability to do something. God wants us to start thinking bigger and believing bigger and believing for more. It's like when Kelly mentions about the offerings and stuff. You know, so oftentimes people feel like we're trying to get something from people. We're trying to get get something to the people. We want to see people blessed to be a blessing because the way that the world is going to be drawn in is they got to see you and I being blessed. That's the answer to the world. They're they're seeing, they're watching you and I and they're saying, show me what you have that's going to help me succeed. We see when they see us prospering and doing well, when they start seeing the church looking better and they start seeing in the natural, and yes, we need to see that as well. It's very important that we see it. And it's encouraging to you and I that we see these things taking place. But the world's got to see something going on. And when they begin to see what's taking place on the outward and in you, in your life and in my life, and they begin to see us prospering spiritually and physically and financially. You know, we were talking to couples last night, and, 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 and they were, of course, they were Kelly's age. but She's a lot younger than me. We're only a year apart, I think. About a year apart. I think. I just, she just looks a lot younger than me. But am I making brownie points? I think I am. But anyway, we were, I was listening to people talk about how their parents were, had passed away and at such young age, young ages. Remember last night? And, and, and some of them were, you know, had, had conditions in their life that I'm thinking, you're too young to be that way. And, and, and several of them made the comment, well, you and Kelly, y'all just look so young. Yes, I said. Thank you. I said, baby, give them a dollar or two or ten or whatever. But they were saying, you know, y'all look so young. And, but I go around quoting these scriptures that says, my youth is renewed like the eagles. You see, I, I'm, I'm thinking like God. You know, and, and that's the important part. In fact, it was so funny. I was, showing a, I was showing a picture today. I was showing it to, to uh, Bobby and uh, Sister, um, what's her name? Anyway, it's a picture of me when I was in my early 20s and I had this big afro. And, uh, and, and she said, she made the comment, I think it was... Uh, I think you said, you said, well, you haven't changed hardly any at all. I went, yes. <laughs> I'm using that when we speak like God, because we're, we're in his image and likeness. When we begin to speak like God, speak his word, I, my youth is renewed as the eagle. Some people say, well, that's a spiritual concept. Spirit, soul, and body. And... <laughs> people want to see you prosper spirit, soul, and body. Amen. Physically, spiritually, financially. Amen. And, and, and I'm, I'm, I want to... Uh, I just want you to grasp a hold of the fact that we've got to get rid of the mentality. If you have. Now, you may not have. But we, if you do have this mentality that... But you don't understand the family I come from. Or you don't understand my background. Man, I grew up on a, in the eastern part of North Carolina. We were tobacco farmers, sharecroppers. And we didn't have nothing. We really didn't. If there was a time when my dad was pastoring and they fed him. The way they fed us was with chickens and, and you know what I'm saying? And a pig and, and stuff like that. Some say, well, you don't know hard times. Yeah, I grew up, I grew up with some hard times. But you don't have to stay there when you begin to take on 
what God wants for your life. You see, when you start having a hunger and a desire to fulfill the purpose of God in your life, and that's the purpose, that's your purpose. People are looking. I hear people say, well, I just don't know what my purpose in life is. I, don't, I, I, want, to fulfill, I want to feel like I've, been fulfilled, I've fulfilled my, my destiny. Your destiny, your purpose is to exemplify, be a reflection of God. Right there in the very beginning. In the beginning. He created you and I for in his image and likeness. This is, we can preach a bunch of messages and we can tell you this and tell you that. But the purpose of your life today is to exemplify God spiritually, physically, financially. And, and to do that, you're going to have to start getting a different mindset. You know, some of say, well, you're preaching prosperity and all that. Listen, I'm for the whole bundle. Why would I want all just finances if my, if my body can't enjoy it? So I want to be blessed physically, spiritually, and financially. I want to be blessed. We were sitting, and this is not to toot us, to pat us on the back or whatever. <clears throat> but we were in a restaurant yesterday on a trip to Florida, and we noticed this, this person didn't look like they'd had any food. And Kelly says, let's buy them dinner. So we, we did, I just, we bought him dinner. I carried it over to him. I said, hey, you awake? <laughs> he was kind of doing this, you know. I don't know if he was homeless or, or, I don't know his condition, but Kelly felt drawn to just feed the man. Now, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying this, but, but how, to bless, you have to be blessed. To give, you got to have something to give. And God will open doors for you to give. We're not trying to get your income. I'm going to tell you something. Your income is... Lord, Lord, Lord. I don't pastor for an income. I don't even want to go to work anymore for an income. I just want to do everything I do for the glory of God. You see, when you start getting a mindset, God, I just want to do something for you. I just want to live my life for you. I want to bring, I want to fulfill my purpose. I want you to be seen. I want to exemplify God. And then God says, well, just get to get a mindset. Change your thinking. Think like me. I said, well, Lord, how do I do that? Well, you, first of all, you've got to get in here and figure out how I do things. And it is written. It's amazing we'll spend thousands of dollars for a college education. And there's one book called the Bible that you can get for 20 or 30 bucks at a Christian bookstore or at Walmart who has the answers to everything. If you'll get in it and begin to grasp a hold of what God has for you and begin to walk in it, live like it, talk like it, God will bless you and prosper you. <laughs> he said that you'll live in homes you didn't build. You'll eat out of gardens that you didn't plant. God said, I'm waiting on you. And we won't spend 30 minutes in this. And this is the very life. This is our life. I challenge you today. Get in this thing called the word. Eat this. Slide your feet under this table. And Jesus said, if you eat of my word, eat of me. Drink of me. He said, come and buy. Ye that have no money. He said, come and buy. How do you buy? You just buy. How do you buy? You just throw your arms up and say, this is my offering. I am your offering. I'm, I'm, my offering is me to the Lord. That's what I buy with. I just buy him with my heart. I say, God, listen. I remember when we didn't have... I mean, when we didn't have any gro groceries in the house, living there in North Carolina, 
didn't have any diesel in the tank, in the truck, bus, van, whatever we had. But a couple came by with a minivan. No, it was a bigger, bigger van than that. I think it was a two minivans, two big vans full of groceries. But because we had made a decision, a conscious decision, a heart decision, that we were going to go with God, come hell or high water, sink or swim, I'm going to go do the will of God. I'm going with you, Lord. And God began to meet our needs. God began to show us that if you will give me your heart, I will take you places you've never dreamed of going. I will, I will allow you to do things and go places and be a part of things you never dreamed that you would do. You'll live in homes you never dreamed you would. I remember when we was on our tour down in Florida, I think for three months we stayed in a million-dollar home down there in, the, in, a, in, a, in a division where all of these big multi-million-dollar athletes lived. I never dreamed I would do that. Just an old country boy from the eastern part of North Carolina that we raised tobacco and, and cotton. We were just old dirt farmers. And had the opportunity when we made that decision. God, we're yours. We'll go with you. I don't know where it's going to take us. I don't know what we'll go through. <laughs> and sometimes I'm glad I didn't know. But through every situation that you will go through when you make this commitment to go with God, to get a mindset that says, God, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to live like you, eat like you, think like you. I'm going to do everything based upon your word. I'm going to do that. I am going after you with all of my heart. And you watch. You'll change your thinking when you give it all to God. I love that song, I Surrender All. I used to sing that as a kid in a little Baptist church. All to thee. I surrender all. When you give it all, you'll start thinking different. You'll start speaking different. You watch God begin to bless you in ways you never dreamed possible. I'm so thankful today. I'm so thankful today that I can stand before you today and say, I'm not anybody special, but I, I have a purpose. I like to say it this way, and this is not boasting. I am somebody going somewhere to make something happen for the glory of God. Amen. And I'm not going to go there not acting like God. I'm going to act just like him. Somebody says, how does he walk? I don't know. It's according to how he's moving on me. I may just have that kind of a... Well, you say, was that the way God walks? I don't know, that's the way I feel right now. Don't let the world decide who you're going to be and what you're going to be like and where you're going to go in life. Don't let the world make a decision for you how you're going to live and think and talk. Because you know what? I'm standing before you today and I, I know that I'm not like a bunch of them preachers that, that are real good. Boy, they can talk it and they can move you. But God didn't ask me to be like that. He said, I want you to be you. And that's why we're different today. Because it's, this is because this is me. And you're you. And God wants you to be the best you you can be. And the way to do that is you get in that word and you say, God, I give you my heart. I give you everything that I am. You lead God and direct me, Holy Spirit. And he'll begin to change your mind. Your mindset will change. You'll look for people to be a blessing to. Amen. You say, well, what, what, the person that you, that you bought the dinner for yesterday, did you know him? No. Uh, was he born again? I have no idea. But God said, feed him. And blessings... For Kelly and I, blessings follows obedience.
Will we get blessed for that? Oh, absolutely. I got blessed for it because we drove a long ways and a long and a bunch of hours and never had an accident, never had any problems, got home, was rested, had a couple hours sleep, good hot shower and some good clothes to put on. God, am I blessed? Man, am I blessed? <laughs> and I understand when I leave here, I'm going to put my feet under Miss Susan's table and I'm going to eat. Blessed. I'm blessed because I'm going somewhere to be a blessing. You say, well, I don't have any money to give anybody. Just bless them with the presence of God on your life. Start with what you got. Use what you got. If I'm not mistaken, I believe God told Moses that. He said, boy, what you got in your hand? Didn't he have you one of these? Thank you. Can I use that? He said, Moses, what you got? What's that in your hand? He hand them just no stick. I like this one. This is good. You know what God did? God turned around and took that stick and he made a snake out of it. He used that stick to be able to touch a, a river and turn it into blood. God's going to use what you got. Don't discredit God with what you think you have. Well, I don't have enough. I don't have enough. Yes, you do. You have more than enough. It starts with an open heart to just say, God, here's what I've got. All I have is me to offer you. And that's all God is looking for. All he wants is just you. You say, well, I, I, I don't fit in. <laughs> I don't fit in. I don't fit in. But when you get to where God wants you to fit in, you'll fit in. You won't even understand how you fit in or why you fit in. But people will say, you know, ah, something about you I like. I say, good. <laughs> but don't get mouth in and say, yeah, there's something about you I don't like. <laughs> just keep your mouth shut and just flow and let God. I, that's why I love, I was reading in the scriptures this week where he said, talked about in Matthew where he says, with the unforced rhythms of grace. Just go with the grace of God. The way that I live every day is I wake up in the morning with an understanding. And I want you to do this. Because it, it will help establish you first thing in the morning. Think of it this way. My sins are forgiven. I'm, I've repented. I do that in the mornings. You say, well, man, you must sin a lot. I just say, Lord, if I did and I don't know, and I did and I don't know that I did, I, I ask you to forgive me anyway. For the ones that I did do that I know I did, I want you to forgive those two. Hello. I've seen you while you look at her or him. You know, it's that look on your face. Sometimes just that look on your face towards somebody would do more damage than the words out of your mouth. Well, they offended me. I could tell. <laughs> Just give him your heart. Oh, I can't. Can we just sing that one more time as closing? Through it all. No, in fact, you know, the Holy Spirit just said this. I want to sing that song. I don't know if I can do it, but just as I am without one plea, that thy blood was shed for me. You know why the Lord led me to that? Because I feel like today that somebody, or maybe many, could be in here today that's saying, you know what, Lord, I need to start all over. I need to get a different mindset. I like that I surrender all. The Lord's saying that with me too. I surrender all. Let me ask you today, is there something in there that's hindering you from fulfilling the purpose of God in your life, which is to be a reflection? Is there something there that's, that you just, you, there's a, you, you've let the wall be built up. There's something there. It's time to let, it's, it's just time to take the sledgehammer of the Holy Spirit and knock that wall down. I don't know what it may be. I'm going to go to the piano and if, where's the altar workers at this morning? Altar workers, would you come up? 
I want you to just stand here. and Kelly, I want you to stand here also. I'll sing it without you. And we're still online right now. And, and, and those of you that are at home and, and you're saying, I have things in my heart and my life I want to surrender, I want you to just pray this prayer with me right now. Dear Lord Jesus, I surrender all, all of my heart, my thinking, everything within me that would separate me from you, I surrender all. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, we're going to be going off the air here, but this morning, for those of you that are in the sanctuary this morning, I'm going to go to the piano, and I'm going to sing this song, I Surrender All. And I want you to make that conscious decision this morning. I want you to examine your heart. Listen, God, God knows we, listen, if we're going to go forward here, if we're going to accomplish what God wants out of this church and in this community and in this city, there's some things we got to get rid of. And we're just, we're just going to have to get a mindset, change our thinking and start taking on what God wants out of our heart and our lives. So I'm asking you today, right this moment, just, just examine your heart. Is there anything and you know if there is God, the Holy Spirit will show you. Is there something there that's hindering me from moving forward in my relationship with Jesus Christ? To, to be able to have the right mindset to think like God, talk like God. Examine your heart right this moment. And I'm going to go play this and sing it. And I'm going to ask you to come. And you pray with one of these prayers. And you may not want to pray with anyone. You may just need to come. You may say, I just want to go kneel at this altar and spend some time with the Lord. I want to talk to God myself. You may not need someone with you. <clears throat> I surrender. I surrender all. Would you come? I, I surrender all. All to Jesus, my blessed Savior, Lord. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's Word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.